It's been a while. Like it's been button. a long time. It's been a long Destroy time. that like button. Just smash it. Waterboard that like button. <laughs> Waterboard this like button. Psychologically oh. terrorize that like button. I enjoyed that, but we did lose two listeners just now. I know uh, we did. <laughs> we'll see if we can bring them back. <laughs> all right. All right. Our all right. listener. What, what are we doing? It's been a long time. What, what's going what on? What are we doing? Well, everybody, welcome to Cinema Gush. This is our season four finale. The biggest thing we've done yet. Uh, we are going to be, do, be doing something a little crazy, but it was a challenge. Uh a little back, a little backstory. Uh, during my maternity leave, paternity leave, whatever leave, whatever during my leave, uh, I went to Arizona. And we went to Michigan for a bit, and uh, I went on a walk with my dad. And we were talking about uh, potentially going to the cheap theater near the house just to go watch a movie and maybe uh, have them babysit a uh, little girl. And my dad said, "Yeah, you know, you could do that, but I mean, I'll tell you what, Nikki, there hasn't been a good movie in 20 years." And I, I don't always do this, but I was like, Dad. I could give you a list of a hundred movies in the last 20 years and you would love all of them. Like I said that mm-hmm. and we kind of dismissed it and kept walking along and that conversation kind of stuck with me and percolated. I thought, yeah, per- percolated. And I thought, could I do a hundred movies? Could I give my dad a list of 100 movies in the last 23 years? Give myself a little leeway. Sure. sure. Uh, that worked. And so I proposed the idea to Brendan. He said, this sounds like a great idea. And so we are going to give you a hundred Mini gushes, mm-hmm. uh, effectively, of movies from the last twenty three years. So and I want to I want to interject yeah, here because you you started with we're doing what two thousand through two thousand five. I think we started with two thousand six originally, but we're pairing it two thousand two thousand five tonight. So this is yes, the finale of the season part one of mini. Um, but I remember you telling me this, and I started the process, and like two hours later, you're like, "Damn it, I've got a hundred, and I'm not even a two thousand four. Oh, I was waiting to tell you this. So I, I have my 2000, well, 2000 to 2005 list pulled up. Uh-huh. 124 movies. 124 movies. Excellent. And it feels really good because now I'm going – I we, we'll do this as we're going through this process. For these episodes, I will be whittling down my 124 to what I really think are the 20 that boomers in general, people who yep. say, oh, I'm not going to go to They're the just movie theater. It's all anymore. remakes. Yeah. They're going to enjoy this list because so, there are so many good ones. And we're probably going to go well over um, the 20 per episode because there's a lot that I want to just hit on. And a couple yeah. that I haven't even seen um, that, that I you're just sure heard good. when they're good. <laughs> right. Right. So, now, uh, so for, I focused yeah. on movies in general that everybody would like. Right. That nobody would. you. I can't imagine there being a large contingency of people disliking any one of these movies. I think I put one art film in, one film that I just couldn't leave out. But other than that, these are. These are movies that are pleasant to watch. Yeah, and I th- I, th- I have a good amount of movies that are pleasant to watch, but I also have like some horror films. Sure. Like, for example, well, should I wait? Well, yeah, you should. Because I also have a, I also have some on the side that are quote not for everyone unquote. Sure. And I mean, for example, Requiem for a Dream, not for everybody. Not for watch it one time, Still never ever watch, watch it again. It is a great meditation on addiction, and uh, you'll see it one time, and you'll never watch it again. So I, I didn't take that one into consideration. Um, the first Saw movie is a great thriller, but I didn't even put that on the list, and that hmm, came out in I've this I've never seen that time. either. When you recommend a horror movie, I feel like i got to do it. Yeah, no, the first Saw, as it is, a low-budget first feature. It's a well-written thriller, and uh, right, I died right. the first time I saw it. Um, then there are other movies that I haven't seen, like Men of Honor with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Robert De Niro. I've heard from everybody that that's sure. a fantastic movie. Um, I haven't seen In the Mood for Love yet, but that's there. So that's, and then, 
that's my one art film I put on the list. Well, very good. Well, then yep, shoot, go. dude. Let's, let's just, just jump right into, into this. Let's do this. The, so let's start off with the year 2000. The year 2000. The year, the 2000. year 2000. Going O'Brien? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was going more uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh, that's good, too. Mm-hmm. Humans are dead. I told you. <laughs> All right. Year 2000. Tell, me, tell uh, me, what's a good movie from the year 2000? Literally number one, which would be if I, if we were to take this top 100 list and like rank them by how much I like them. This one, this is top Gladiator. Gladiator is absolutely at the top of the list. Number the first one on my list is Gladiator, and yep. the fact is we talked about doing our top 10 movies for a finale, and I'd been th- working on it, and I think Gladiator makes my top 10. Yeah, I, I freaking Gladiator is great. Uh, quotable like crazy. Incredible music. Incredible cinematography. Um, it's a, a really it's a great brilliant movie. movie. It's a it and you know. I think we should asterisk on some of these and say, great dad movie. Like, what a great dad movie. <laughs> That's, well, it's funny because on my list for 2000 is Shanghai mm-hmm. Noon. And that is also sure. a great, fun action adventure comedy mm-hmm. with Owen Wilson mm-hmm. and Jackie mm-hmm. Chan. Um, that is a great dad movie, a great dad and son movie, I would say. As well as, oh, brother, where art thou? Which also came out in the that, year 2000. I it's one of the best with, Cohen films. Yeah. I almost put that on my list. I took it off because there's other Cohen movies I like more, but it's such a great movie. I, I don't Nobody could argue with that. It's such a great movie. And I'll tell you another one. Um, despite issues with the main actor. So these uh, three are on your list so far. These three are on my list so okay. far. And I'll give you a fourth one. Frequency with Dennis Quaid. Jim Caviezel happens to be oh. in it. An amazing, Never amazing, great film. Um, okay. Definitely like a top 50 for me of all time. I freaking adore this movie. Um, a great, great father-son film. Can't recommend it enough. Interesting. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. What do you got? So I got Gladiator. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what else can what you What more say? needs to be said? I mean, Gladiator Gladiator is the movie that shouldn't have worked that just worked like gangbusters. You hear you hear how they didn't have a script for it, and they're just kind of winging it, and it just oh. – oh. Dude, I have okay, and then like okay, the main um, mentor character dying dies filming it right in real life dies, so they have to kill him in the movie. And I didn't know um, that until a decade after I first saw it. Dude, he, I have a great, but did you know for this? As a matter uh-huh. of fact, did you know that Ridley Scott had to tone down some of the things that they discovered, like they that they learned about ancient Rome? Is ancient yeah? Because it was unbelievable. Because it was unbelievable, like <laughs> gladiators being spokespeople for things or actual billboards. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. When did right. I see that? So it was a, probably a TikTok I sent you. Uh, <laughs> so that I had no idea. Like it was that specific. So that was something that they had to like tone down because they were worried audiences wouldn't believe it. Interesting. You actually reminded me of something, and I'm glad you did because I would have never forgiven myself if I had left this movie off, and it should be on this list. And it's a, it's, it's I think it's a top ten for me too, and part of it has an anecdote for that as well. So we'll get there. 2005. Oh, lovely. Uh, so yeah, Gladiator. What else you got? Gladiator. I got Castaway. I love Castaway. Castaway is my number two, baby. It is right there. <laughs> yeah, I love Castaway. Castaway to me. Castaway. I've made this argument, and people don't buy it. But Castaway is a modern retelling of Casablanca. It's Ooh, it's it's a story nice. about two people who are deeply in love with each other, whom nobody would blame for being in love with each other, but they do the honorable thing. And I think Castaway is a lovely movie. And I think the last twenty minutes of that movie, mwah, chef's kiss. Oh my goodness! Absolutely, absolutely yep. great call. Great freaking call. Um, 
on the Tom Hanks kick, who else did I have for Tom Hanks? Nope, that was a different one. Um, so are we, we're still 2000? We are still 2000. And I got, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you want more father-son movies? How about Remember the Titans? How about The Patriot? How about mm. Meet the Parents? How about, um, where'd it go? I think that was, uh, uh, yeah, and then Men of Honor, which I hadn't seen, but I always heard it was great from a lot of different people. Um, you want a great comedy? What about Bedazzle with Brendan Fraser? That's laugh out seen loud. That one either. Excellent yeah, film. That one. Best in show. Uh, that's one of those mockumentaries that the these guys are all two thousand. These are all two thousand. If you want to, really- you've already said twenty movies. So which one are the top, the twenty that you're? So the five that I Gladiator, Castaway, Shanghai Noon, Oh Brother, Where Art Frequency are my five. Those are your for five this for particular 2000. year. Okay. Um, and again, like I, I didn't even touch Titan AE, which I think is a great uh, cartoon. Oh, Keeping yeah. the Faith is an excellent, excellent comedy with Ben Stiller. Um, and then I get, I have my my list of not for everyone is definitely uh, Snatch and Requiem for a Dream and American Psycho. Those three came out in two thousand. Sure, sure. I thought about American Psycho, but it was too not for everyone. I finally just saw that in the last year. Yeah, um, it's. It, I mean, I will watch the Pokemon card exchange or the business card exchange <laughs> or the Yu Gi Oh like the, so all the good. different recuts of that. I will watch those all day now, long. I was I don't know what it would be like to watch that not being aware that this is satire. If you, as a satire, the movie is right. quite funny. Yes. If you think it's serious, man, that's got to be an awful movie. Yep. I mean, the the writer has said many times uh that it is a commentary on yuppie New York stock bro culture and for the night, well, it was 2000 when it came out, so but for the 90s, him, I think it was 93 the book came out, but yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah. Dead accurate. It was literally the first douchebag, one could say, um, yeah. of the new millennia. So those are my five. You had I have three. Cast- okay. So my last one, and this is not for everybody, is In the Mood for Love, which is a – as I said the first time I brought this up in the podcast, it's the most erotic movie I'd let my six-year-old watch with me. Um, <laughs> it is just – it is romantically charged to the hilt about two people struggling with infidelity of their spouses mm-hmm. where – there's nothing objectionable that ever occurs on screen, but it is just charged with romantic uh, tension. It's a great movie. I think that one deserves its own gush episode. Perhaps. We'll gush about that someday. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Absolutely. my, that, again, so I whittled my list from 26 to five. So I didn't I did, have all the other lists. I just, I, 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 I powered through. So I got, those are the, my three. Dude, I had Crouching Tiger, Miss Congeniality. Ever, I had Crouching I had Tiger at one point. I had a bunch, so but yeah. those I would say those are the five that we'll do for two thousand. All um, right, two thousand one. One. Oh. Okay, now I I I'm gonna start with my first one really quick. Yes, because I want to ex- explain that I am doing franchises under one heading, and if we're doing two thousand one, because I'm not gonna I'm not wasting three slots for three great movies. You know what it is. Absolutely, it's Lord of the Absolutely. Rings. I'm not I'm Rings, not breaking baby. it apart. Lord and that's of the Rings. Thing. We have to find ways to make this harder on ourselves. This is like the golden age of Pixar. This is the, I mean, all seven Harry Potter films, I would say, are all I, good in their own way. Almost. I don't like Goblet of Fire, but that's a different I didn't thing. even think to do Harry Potter or Pixar. They just and that's what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm saying. We're going to make don't, it hard. <laughs> please don't take this list as the, my favorite movies of all time. Because I'll just right. I'll, I'll hate myself if if I have to overthink this that much. Because there's so many good movies. That's that's the point. That's the whole point of this. There's so many good movies out there. Yep, and that's what you know. We want to be able to arm people with this. When we're all done, we'll have a nice document. It'll be pinned to our mm-hmm. Facebook channel. 
It's something that you can share with other people. And uh, if they the don't like of, it, they can come back at us. This is the kind of thing at Thanksgiving when your family says, we should watch a movie. You, sl- you slam this on the table, and there's something <laughs> everybody will enjoy to watch. <laughs> and then your grandpa goes, hey, my iPad. Um, <laughs> so, Lord of the Rings. And by the way, I would say Fellowship is my favorite. That's definitely a top tenor for me of all time. Uh, the My number one on this list, though, Memento. I got that on here too. Yep. Okay. Memento. Cool. So yep. Memento is definitely number one. What a great thriller! Oh my goodness! And that's and that's where when you said franchise, I was almost thinking that you might say Nolan doesn't count as a franchise because I, almost everything he's done, I would say on this list counts. Sure. Sure. All nine. So um, maybe I'll use that to make my, make it a little bit harder later. But I do have Memento. I do have uh, The Majestic with Jim Carrey. I mm. freaking adore that movie. Uh, do you know what that one is? I, I have not seen it, but I know it. Yeah. Yep. That one's uh, – It's effectively, he's a writer that gets uh, blacklisted. This is back in the 1950s, and his car goes off a bridge. He catches amnesia, and he's mistaken for a guy who looks exactly like him that a whole town thought he died in war. I am not explaining this well as I talk about it. but That is not what I thought the plot was. But It is a great, great freaking movie. I think it's – um. Who did Shawshank Redemption? Frank Darabont? I believe I it's Frank know. Darabont. Um, super de duper good. Uh, and then, so this one, this one is a, what I'd say is is my favorite rom-com of all time, Kate and Leopold. Hmm. Um, super, like, if you have, if you're with somebody who just loves, like, the Hallmarky stuff, this was doing that before any of the Hallmark stuff, and it does it way, way, way better. Um, this is Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. It's also a time travel movie that has some really great laughs in it. I really like this film. Um, that would be the third one for me. How many did you have for this one? I got four. Give me one of them. Uh, all right. So my next one, another great dad movie. I'm going to just asterisk the good dad movies. Cause that'll have to be categorized. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean's 11. I mean, you gotta have a good heist movie in here. It's that's that's like the quintessential. You see it on TV, you stop, and you end up watching the whole thing, even though you know how it's going to play out. Snappy dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Ocean's Eleven, and also another dad movie, Black Hawk Down. Oh my gosh! Yep. And what a great there war were, movie. There were three really solid war movies that came out in 2001: Black Hawk Down, Behind Enemy Lines, and Enemy at the Gates. All three mm-hmm. of those are solid like dad movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Hawk Down was definitely the one that I thought trumped those other two. Got to give the edge to Black Hawk Down. My second Ridley Scott movie on the list. So, so oh, yeah, nice. Lord of the Rings, Ocean's Eleven, Black Hawk Down, Memento is my 2001. Nice. I would add to that A Knight's Tale. I think that one is probably, you know, yeah. next to The Joker. I would say that was um, – his name's escaping me now. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I would say that is his, is his second best film that it's he did. It's really, really troubling how many of these movies that you're listing that look great and I know are great but I haven't seen. Not seen That's Knight's okay. Tale. Hey, Knight's Tale is, is super good. Yep. Um, I, I have uh, other safe for dad movies. Evolution with David Duchovny. I uh, love Shallow that movie. With kid. Jack Black. Yep. Uh, uh, well, I, I don't know if a Vanilla Sky would work, but I had that one written down because it did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rush Hour Two. Those were my three like for sure. Watch with my your dad movies. Series. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but dude, Spirited Away came out that year. I was so close to putting Spirited right. Away. I decided right. to save. If- Mm, I mean, yeah, Spirit Away is and, that, so and that's the tough part with this list is like, like I said, I have some horror on here. Like The Others with Nicole Kidman is a super good thriller, mm-hmm. horror, mystery film. That one is on the list, but it's not one that I'm underlining necessarily for the list. So 
Uh, mine, Memento, Majestic, Kate Leopold, A Knight's Tale, Black Hawk Down, Ocean's Eleven. You had Black Hawk Down too. Well, because I'm jumping yours yeah. in with mine. Yeah, yeah, doing, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then my not for everyone was uh, Training Day with Denzel Washington. Arguably yeah. his most powerful performance. But it's I mean, that role. one and In the Bedroom is another movie that is amazing. I one of the that one. best written dramas I've ever seen. Um, it's from the same director that uh, Todd Fields. He also did Little Children. He did Tar this past year, and he was Old Drippy on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, Old and were, Drippy. And then just one more was a, a great, great comedy is Rat Race. It's really a remake of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. That great is a fun movie. Freaking comedy. It's a really fun movie. Yeah, and that's my 2001 list. What do you got for 2002? And Dose? All right, so this first one I'm putting for franchise, but really I should have just saved it and done this in 2004. It doesn't matter. I said Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2 is the better movie, but Spider-Man is a great movie. I know you guys all have superhero fatigue, but this movie you can't not enjoy. You see, it's back so then good. we were we were a little bit younger, whippersnappers. Yeah, Spider Man movies and Avenger movies were a rare breed, a very rare. They, they breed were exciting, breed. exciting for us nerds because cause <laughs> we didn't we didn't get much for us. You know, as far as for us, you know what else came out in two thousand two that we've already gushed about? Hmm. A Kung Pao into the fist, which is oh yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, that, I mean, I'm glad that you one, put that I, on I, here. I, I didn't I forgot that it. was 2002. Like, that we already gushed about it, make it a little bit harder on ourselves, but I mean, that one's great. Um, a top 21 for me that's a comedy is Orange County with Colin Hanks and Jack Black. Mm-hmm. I That movie personally means a ton to me, and it is a great comedy as well as a really good, um, I don't want to say drama, but like the theme of that movie is really, really, really good. So if you have not seen Orange County, that one is uh, – that was the, that's the first one on my list for 2002. Awesome. Awesome. Um, as well as my favorite Miyazaki movie, The Cat Returns. Which is? The Cat Returns is a great movie. That's your favorite mm-hmm. Miyazaki. That is Personally, that's my favorite Miyazaki. It was the one that kind of got me into him. I haven't sure. seen them all, which isn't fair. I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen Nausicaa or Porco Rosso. Or... N- Nausicaa is my number two. Okay. Nausicaa is great. The Princess um, Modern, okay, that was 97. So that, that that's was 97. Good. That's yeah. my number one. That's my, th- And those two movies are thematically related, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else you got? All right, uh, I got Signs. I really like Signs. Dude, yeah. <laughs> signs <laughs> yep, is scary too. as hell. I, I've always had a phobia of gray aliens and, and UFOs, even though I don't believe in them whatsoever. <laughs> uh, and I think Signs just... Uh, scratches that itch so well it's so tightly scripted and so tense and so scary and so satisfying i love signs absolutely yeah it's a, it's a top 10 of all time for me that is my is favorite shamalama ding dong movie um that is it yeah it's i think it's number five yeah on my top 10 of all time it's a great movie I, i'll never forget that theater going experience it was so good yeah so good what, this is the the are you f- like that was one of those that Shows why you go to the movie theater, the tension you felt in everybody and the gasps and the, mm-hmm. yeah, so good. So, so good. That on your list? It's Oh, absolutely. Signs is on my list. Uh, so Orange County and Cat Returns, uh, Signs, uh, you said Spider-Man, so I won't count that one. Um, but right. I, ha- I had, um, where'd it go? Let's see. There's a movie with Kevin Klein called The Emperor's Club. And it's about uh, a teacher in a boys' academy, and uh, I love that movie. 
and I completely had forgotten about it. What The way that I reviewed this list was I went to Box Office Mojo, and I just went year by year, top 200 movies. That was one tab. The second tab was uh, Sundance, going year by year. And then the third tab, um, what was the third tab? Uh, Academy Awards, just to make sure I covered all my bases. That's smart. I just did the one list. Uh, um, the You just said it. I'm blanking on it. The Box, oh, box Office Mojo. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm bound to have missed things here. Yeah, and that's to be expected because I'm sure there's some indie films that I probably did miss that I did see that I really enjoyed. Um, my dad's list on here was Count of Monte Cristo, We Were Soldiers, The Pianist, and um, it's been a lot. And then Catch Me If You Can. So and then you could probably count Minority Report as well. I, I got Minority Report, Catch Me If You Can. I put the Bourne okay. trilogy. Cool. Um, my not for everybody list is. 25th Hour with Edward Norton. That is my favorite Spike Lee movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punch Drunk Love with Paul Thomas Anderson. That's It's good once. And then Adaptation. That one's really good. Um, and then if you need one with uh, to watch with your teenagers, Clock Stoppers. It was an old Nickelodeon movie. Oh, That's sure, really sure, good. sure. All right, really so good. official 2002, what do you got? Official 2002, Emperor's Club, Orange County, The Cat Returns, uh, Signs, and Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, Science, Minority Report, Catch Me If You Can. Right, we got to touch on Minority Report, to me, is like one of Spielberg's great movies that doesn't get remembered as much as I feel like it should. It's so much fun. Catch Me If You Can. Wow, Spielberg had a good year. Uh, another Didn't great... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Catch Me If You Can is just so much fun. Uh, it's just a great feel-good tro- romp. And then the Bourne movies. And I cheated again by saying the Bourne trilogy because I mean, is there, is there a more dad movie than the Bourne movies? Uh, I said Mr. Deeds, <laughs> the Adam Sandler <laughs> remake from that year. Sure, sure. Which I also remember seeing in theaters. Um, and then my where's my one horror movie? Uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. I don't for two thousand two. For two thousand two, yeah. Twenty Eight Days Later and Red Dragon are both really solid horror, scary thriller movies. That um, probably not for everybody, but if you're trying to get some horror squeeze in there. Those are there. But for I, the five that I had, there you go. I also have Hero on this list, and you can go back three episodes if you want to hear me gush about it. <laughs> Very good. Mm, 2003. Uh, you know, I change year. it. The most dad movie of all time is in 2003. Mm. What is it? Do you do you not? Master Looking and Commander. At, yeah, that, yep, you got it. Yep, Far that's on my list. That's one yep. of my five. Absolutely. Um you know, it's not enough that we can gush about Russell Crowe all day long in Gladiator, but man, Master and Commander, solid naval battle, great ship on the sea movie, just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Another from my top ten actually is in here too, The Last Samurai. Oh yeah, yeah. I absolutely adore that film. Um, and then my third one, <laughs> my third one, was Big Fish. Big Fish. Never saw Big Fish. Highly, highly recommend. Uh, very, very well done. Tim Burton movie. It's that's when Tim Burton kind of stopped being insanely weird and was just weird. Sure, great, great sure. Film. So those are three of my five. What What do you got? So I only have two in two thousand three. I had Master and Commander, and I've got Lost in Translation. Shy. Very good. I really like that movie. I think it's. Uh, I think it's the best performance. Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray's a given, and I think um, uh, Scarlett Johansson's great in it. I really like that movie. Yeah, I love the the whiskey stuff where he says like a you know talking to some Tory times. There's there's some on here that I haven't seen enough. 
but like Monica said, Holes was a super super good one. That's on the it's list. Great movie, yeah. School of Rock is on the list. I have never great movie, seen yeah. Sea Biscuit, but that is on the list. Never saw um, it. One of the highest grossing films of that year, Elf. Elf is a great time. But I feel like everyone would have seen that. And then uh, the horror one for the year is Identity. That's a John Cusack film that's really solid. Um, and then just kind of this is this isn't for everybody, but it's such a dumb action adventure comedy that I love this film. It's the rundown with the rock. You know, that is a fun movie. I forgot about that movie entirely. So That's right. When the rock started doing movies. So I have that one for this year. And then I got one for next year that I also love that the rock was in. the rundown. That's the one where he's in the small town. He walks around with like a, like a four by four. That's the next, that's next, that's that's 2004, baby. That's that's walking tall. Walking Run, the rundown is like him and Sean rundown. William Scott are like yes, in the okay. rainforest. Christopher Walken. Yep, still fun. Yep. Still Great dumb fun. Too. Both are yep. fun. Yep. The, so, nobody talks about it anymore, but I remember enjoying both of them quite a bit. I own it on DVD. I own both on DVD. <laughs> Great movies. So, but yeah, uh, Master and Commander, Last Samurai, Secondhand Lion, uh, and Big Fish were four that I had for that year. I left off Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It's still a solid action flick. And then there's a really great indie dramedy called The Station Agent with Peter Dinklage. Um, It's a very small, quiet movie that is uh, very, very good. Awesome. So, yeah. 2004, the year I graduated high school. I only have one for 2004, but I like it quite a bit. Only one. Oh, is it Shaun of the Dead? Mm-mm. But okay. now, now it should be that of not lost in translation off. Uh, how about <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Is that on there? Uh-uh. Now, so the are... thing is, I only saw that for the first time last year, so I don't have the, quite the connection you do to that one. I'll be curious because there's a, there are a lot of good ones. Is it uh, is it a Scorsese flick by any chance? Oh shit! Is that 2004? Yo no. <laughs> 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 When I say I did my research, Brendan, I didn't do. Fun. No, 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 Too many no, times no, 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 no. That's 2006. That we're gonna get some more Scorsese. Um, well, I did skip Gangs of New York. I just want to make that very clear. I did skip that one because I technically have not seen that all the way through. All right, no, uh, my one for 2004 is Collateral. I really like Collateral. Very I, good. I think that movie just cracks with energy. It's like watching a music video for two hours, but not in an annoying way. It feels it, Collateral to me might be the coolest movie I've ever seen. Like effortlessly oh, cool. That. I love that. I had a bunch for 2005. Oh, actually. lay it on me. And then make because me feel I, bad for everything well, be, I didn't put on. Well, because I really liked Phantom of the Opera with Gerard uh, Butler. I thought that was uh-huh. a really good rendition of the, the musical. Shaun of the Dead is absolutely underlined. Yeah, Shaun um, of the Dead I should s- be on the list. Skip the Aviator. I did Eternal Sunshine because I love it so much. Walking mm-hmm. Tall was like we just talked about yep. The Rock. Yep. Um, just just a great flick. Um, Chronicles of Riddick, I didn't underline, but that is a great film. One of the more original yeah, science enjoy fiction it. action movies I saw. Um, back it's been in that a time. long time since I've seen it. I wonder if it still holds up. I actually think my older brother has seen that movie more than he has seen any other movie ever. Chronicles of Riddick, the second one. I believe one. so. More yep, than the Pitch Black. Huh. More than Pitch Black, yeah. Uh, for the dad list, I have Friday Night Lights and The Terminal. And I don't know about Man on Fire. The Terminal. Right? I love right? The Terminal. And here's the thing. I have under collateral underlined, but it's between Anchorman and Dodgeball. And I couldn't pick because yeah. they're both great comedies. Um, but the fourth, so I do have four. Shaun of the Dead, Eternal Sunshine, Collateral, and National Treasure. I have not seen National Treasure. It's so. very solid as well. Yeah. And I didn't no, count Spider-Man 2 because I figured we franchise. I wasn't going to do that. And then 
I, I won't go there for this other one. But yeah, so that oh, was you're, 2004. You're better than I. I'm not going to follow your rules, though. <laughs> oh, all right. And then finally for this episode, 2005. Hit me. All right, number one, uh, Spielberg just keeps showing up. I love War of the Worlds. I think that movie <laughs> is so underrated. I think it is so scary, and it's such a great family movie. And you know what? I'm even going to say it's a good dad film. But nobody, it, it's like, it's considered lesser Spielberg, but it's not. That's great Spielberg. War of the Worlds. Very solid. I, I That was a theater-going experience that I remember very well. Yep. Great movie. Yeah, what do you uh, got? I had I, I, there was a lot of wrestling with this one because there's a movie on there's a movie that came out that year that I believe you love, but I haven't seen. Uh-huh. So, good night, good luck. Good night, good luck's in my top ten, and it's the one I forgot to put on this list until you told me. I I, I popped <laughs> off Zoolander and put good night and good luck. <laughs> that's yeah, well, that, I've made that change actively like ten minutes ago. No, that's all good because like 2005 <clears throat> were a lot of great comedies. Mm-hmm. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, great movie. Just Friends, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, yep, Fun with Dick and Jane, Forty mm-hmm. Year Old Virgin, and Hitch. Yeah. Six awesome comedies. A lot of entertainment right there. A lot of entertainment. But what I went with as far as what you gotta see, uh, I did. I did pick Just Friends. That is one that is definitely underlined. Serenity. But the caveat is yeah. you have to watch Firefly. I so thought about doing Serenity. I popped it off. It was on here for at one point. Fair enough. Uh, and I think sure. I popped it off specifically because it requires you to watch a TV show first. I think that's why they, I took it off. Right, and that's yeah. the thing is we gotta we gotta limit ourselves. So I'm gonna limit that. We can limit that. But once again, Russell Crowe kicking ass, Cinderella Man, My Little Brother's yeah. favorite movie of all Great time. Great movie. Great freaking film. Um, Walk the Line is a really good biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of Walk the Line, I underlined Batman Begins. Uh, I would say yeah. the whole trilogy. So sure. And the thing is, I shouldn't have said Spider-Man. I should have just said Spider-Man too, because and that's then Bat- the dark Knight. Ugh, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but one that came very, very close is a remake of a remake of a remake. I believe it's probably the new on King my list. Kong that Peter no, Jackson did. Okay. Oh my gosh. Great rendition of the old story there are parts of it that that was the first movie date i ever went on really yeah that was the first movie where i had a weird cry in so (laughs) i like that movie so do i that movie that's and it just i was like i do like this movie i do own the three disc special edition but i kind of liked batman a lot more and just friends is like my favorite comedy ever and cinderella man is just such a good dad movie and that was kind of the the boomer intention here and um even so, like yeah no no i i thought you were gonna go a different route with a remake of a remake of a remake <laughs> oh yeah pride and prejudice man is such <sighs> a good movie it is i really I just, like the the who directed that uh joe wright the kira knightley pride and prejudice gets yeah me every oh yeah time. I just felt like there's no dad I could get to sit down and watch that with. That's well, why. See, I, I know a lot of dads that, that dig Jane Austen, but I get what you I get where you're coming from. I get what you're coming from. I mean, my well, daughter was born to that soundtrack, so that's kind of cool. It's a great soundtrack. <laughs> I I think it's the best version of Pride and Prejudice. I recognize that it's not the most accurate version of Pride and Prejudice, but man, it just the cinematography to the acting to the score, it just knocks it out of the park for me. Absolutely. And I'll say this too. I, I'm kind of leaving off 
this is this was around the time I went through my huge martial arts phase. I left off Legend of Drunken Master, which came out in 2000. And 2005 was a little movie called Ongbok uh, with mm. Tony Jaa, which had some of the most insane stunt work I'd ever seen. But I didn't that off the list as well. So that's I, oh, I've only seen that end scene where, where they use the water bottle sound too much. Um, <laughs> so I got War of the Worlds. I got Pride and Prejudice. Now, this one is, would never make a top list for me, but I wanted to have a kid's movie in here. So I put Zathura. You seen Zathura? Interesting. No, I know that's the same guy who did Jumanji. Is the the, the author, and then game? John John Favreau directed it, and gotcha. it's just a pleasing family film. But now, Good Night and Good Luck. It. You've not seen Good Night and Good Luck? I have not. It's my fourth for this one. Uh, so this is the story I wanted to tell you. They've got these the the the, the test screenings of Good Night and Good Luck. They the one of the common complaints was the actor they got to portray. Um, my brain is not working tonight. The whole plot of the movie is about this. Um, George Clooney. No. <laughs> McCarthy. McCarthy. The actor they got to play McCarthy uh, was routinely criticized for being bad actor and overacting. And they're like, mm. yeah, but it's the archival footage. That's just Joseph McCarthy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they, That's like, they, crazy. They never, they never got an actor to play McCarthy. They just took the actual footage. And, and yeah, so that was the one oh criticism that they got routinely of the movie is that the actual human being was too much of himself. Amazing. Um, what a critique. I, uh, I convinced a really kind of crappy teacher in our great books program to make that our final. We had to watch Good Night and Good Luck and talk about it. Really? I did. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. <laughs> I love that movie. We should gush about that one sometime. I would love to see what you think about that. Oh, we should. I feel like of the 126 movies that I've written down, I could gush about a little bit about all of them. Oh, totally. No question. Kind of what we're doing here, but man, well, there's what a great start this to this list. list. I would love to talk deeper on. Any that come to mind? Well, I mean, we both have Gladiator up high on our list. In the Mood for Love, probably mm-hmm. Good Night and Good Luck. Those are all mm-hmm. movies that just get me all gooey. Get you all gooey. And they came out in the last 23 years. Yes, they did. That's yes, the they did. Here. There's yeah. been plenty, plenty of good things in the last 23 years. And the fact that we had this many for the first five should tell you we're about to be on a roll. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be great. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we'll put the pod, we'll put the pin in there. We'll save 2006 uh, through 2010. This is going to get so much harder. The next episode. It's going to get harder, but man. We're going to have a nice list with like a whole big bonus section if you subscribe. And if you destroy that like button, if you if you landmine that like button. So I have collected movie stub tickets since 2002. I should get that out and go through them. That would help you me should. make a decision. Yeah. That would be baller. Huh? Uh, have you been consuming anything of note that you'd like to share with the people? I've been doing all the things you do in the summer. Let's see. I saw Transformers because that's a tradition. I've got Beast Wars? Uh-huh. I've gone to every Transformers movie with uh with my buddy John Riley, who's done a couple episodes with us. And one sentence review, uh way better than every Michael Bay film, dramatically better, solid four out of ten. <laughs> uh. Did you ever watch the Beast Wars cartoon? I did, I did. Grew up watching okay. Beast Wars, yeah. And does that translate at all? No. God <laughs> I mean 
No, it did not feel like Beast Wars. It felt like it had a couple Beast Wars characters that were on the screen for like 20 minutes. Oh, because when we when we heard about it, we're like, oh, Waspinator's finally happy and Rhino yeah. and oh, that sucks. The first is, uh, yeah, 30 minutes of the movie, I thought this seems like a good movie. Like, and then and then it went tra- it turned into a Transformers movie, and it lost me. Uh, oh, so, saw no. that. I saw Asteroid City with the wife, and I dug every minute of it. Oh, awesome! Good, good, good. Loved it. And then you know what? Unapologetically, just loved Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, really, good. really liked it. It's Can't not a perfect it. film. It's a flawed film. It was wonderful. Yeah. Good. I can't wait. I am very behind on my theater going experiences. I think we already talked about Across and how great that was. That was a whole episode after all. Um, that was the last thing I got to see. Um, that was in the theater, but I've been I saw that a second couple- time since we last talked. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I did get to wrap up a couple of shows that I was checking out. Um, I'm all caught up on the anime Demon Slayer. It is. Uh, hmm incredibly well done everybody loves um, it i need to see it mm-hmm. i actually started reading my little brother convinced me to start reading more manga so andrew i did start reading attack on titan which uh i'm enjoying quite a bit um i'm also reading berserk which i should probably stop reading because it's super <laughs> super objectionable and i feel like a lot of the feds could come need to do after it. me for reading that i'm so excited to read that at some point oh my gosh I'm, I'm 11 volumes in i'm just like i don't know if i should keep going with this <laughs> but the story is incredibly well written mm-hmm. i just know grim dark fantasy is not my genre sure um, sure but it is very enjoyable to read i did finish reading the nolan variations which is um a series of interviews uh with the journalists and christopher nolan which was incredibly good super super duper good um awesome. he's just as insane as you think he is but again there's that turning point where it's like where did you go from this six thousand dollar movie to this 26 million dollar movie how'd that happen is that are those the, <laughs> the risks they took back then because they don't take those now like or maybe they do i don't know but uh very interesting man i love the way like he noodles on ideas forever and it's so cool just the conversations that he's had with this guy since 99 it's very good i would highly recommend the nolan variations it's one of the better nonfiction books i've read this year um and then I finished, I finally finished, because my, my Netflix subscription that I'm seeing for my sister is about to expire for good for a long time. I finally finished Arcane last night, and I really did enjoy it. It's it great. Really well done. Yep. I, it's really well done. I'm looking forward to season two. Um, yep. I, I, I finished the Nausicaa manga. That was wonderful. Incredible. Oh, very really good. great. I would, I mean, when I make you watch that movie, the, the movie covers right up to about one fourth of the way through the manga and then everything <laughs> else is new, which is great. Yeah. Well, it's funny, you, that's what people said about Berserk, like Berserk, uh, the anime stopped because at that time they caught up to the manga and the guy sure. was notoriously slow. Sure. So, and then he died, so they didn't finish anything and they tried to reboot the series and they did a horrible job. Um, I feel like you'd really have to pray contemplatively and think about adapting that to the screen because there is like uh, everything all the content a lot, a lot of uh grape flavored stuff going on uh hmm. a lot of so but yeah um a lot of that so i i did see two other movies i wanted to touch on really quick please do uh i saw these at home have you seen the anime Redline? no it's a movie and it's it's a movie. awesome <laughs> Okay, Redline. Just look it up. So Redline is a 
uh, intergalactic car racing movie. Oh, I'm in. That was meticulously hand animated with no use of CGI. And just watch a trailer sometime because, good lord, it's it's Redline is what to all the boomer dads we've convinced to listen to this. Uh, Redline is the stereotype of what you think anime is, and it's, <laughs> it's quintessential essence. Oh shoot! And here I thought it was just F Zero the movie. Oh my gosh! Awesome. That's great. It's great. And then what I you also think anime is. No, just I'm laughing at that thought. Like, oh, because we. This is probably too personal. We weren't allowed to really watch anime growing up because my mom thought that the uh, evil. it was the yeah. Japanese making fun of Americans and they had big eyes and we overreact to stuff. It's like no, it's just a cartoon. As it turned out, uh-huh. but yeah, go uh-huh. on. So, and then the other movie I saw, and I've become more and more a fan of these guys. Have you watched anything done by um, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead? I they don't do. Know. They do these really low budget, thinky sci-fi movies with their friends, and they have their own vibe and feeling, and they're brilliant. So I watched Something in the Dirt, which is, uh, it's a sci-fi movie about basically these two guys in an apartment find what amounts to a miracle and they go about documenting it and it's it's kind of anticlimactic but in a way that oh. i adore yeah yeah I'm, i remember the endless i remember when that came the out. endless People, is a like, great movie i mm-hmm. love the endless that's the other one i've seen of theirs i'm gonna do okay. i'm just gonna go through their their list because i've heard synchronic is great yeah i they're very interesting filmmakers and i strongly Dude, recommend excellent that's i i i need more low budget sci-fi thriller mystery i need more of that in my life um it's good stuff when i was going through the box office and looking at all these lists there was this one movie i i found that was like a german indie film about time travel and it looks like they made it for nothing Uh, but everyone loved it timekeepers or something i still need to see primal dude i i need to see it too that's why i didn't mark it because maybe I know, me and you should do that one and talk about it sometime yeah like everything about shane caruth everyone talks about him all the time and if you watch his interviews on youtube like he goes from like a dude who just was happy to make movies to like oh, there's avant-garde artists and i could totally thought about it. <laughs> and it's just like dude don't do that man just just be the dumb loser you are it's okay <laughs> uh i'm trying to find the budget for something in the dirt but i can't imagine it was much like I, they made it in like in one, it's like three rooms and it's great. Oh, that's that's so good. And that's I I need more of that because yeah. I had like I had a phone booth it. on the lift. Uh, the phone booth was on the list because I love Kiefer Sutherland so much. Uh, but I didn't I didn't like underline it or anything. I just I, I like that movie. Kind of started that trend of like locked in a location and then it died for a while and then buried yeah. it happened with Ryan Reynolds and they brought it all back again. Mm-hmm. But I like those low budget keep your attention for like they don't go anywhere. Like those are the best. And Saw actually saws that too. Saw has like maybe I gotta do that. I gotta do that. Four locations. So, um, was there anything else I caught up on? Did we talk about American Graffiti yet? You texted me, but that's the extent of it. Okay. So on an airplane, uh, this was the flight from Denver to uh, Twin Cities, and they're on Delta Airlines, which now every headrest has a TV, which is Uh super nice. Thank you, Delta. Um, they have actually a whole genre of under two hour flights. So that's awesome. I clicked in there and there was American graffiti. And I was like, growing up, I probably watched the making of star Wars, which was like a video from 78, 79. We just happened sure. to have it. I don't remember how everything I know about American, but graffiti I watched comes it from star Wars making of videos. Right. Exactly. Right. So I, I mean, 
the I don't know anyone, dork, right? Right. You know, that whole, if you see that guy talking about coming from, ain't he neat? Like, I've seen that scene a hundred times. It's where Harrison uh-huh. Ford's introduced in American Graffiti. He's a, a speedster. He drives a truck with a, like a, 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 a chick that's high. But they were showing that in the making of Star Wars to say this is where Harrison Ford came from. And because he did so good in American Graffiti, we then uh, kept him around for Han Solo. I was like, I have to finally just watch this movie because I've, you know, I, I know it was super low budget. I know that that's because he did so well with that. Lucas yeah. got Star Wars. And dude, it's great. It's a great freaking movie. It's one to own. I loved it. I can't wait to watch it it's again. It's on one of the streaming services um, I have. I'm I, just got to sit down and watch it. I can't think of many Richard Dreyfus movies that I love. I like Jaws, of course, but uh, him as like a young teen, Interesting. Interesting. He did a great job. Like a young, it was just, it was just uh, I really enjoyed it. I really liked All it. Right. Um, so I can't recommend that one enough. That was the other thing that Excellent. I saw. Excellent. That's a good list of stuff. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. And this whole list will be put together at the end of uh, episode five. So thank you all for listening and uh, morally decimate that like button. And we'll see you Commit in the next war one. crimes with the like button and, <laughs> and come back soon. What did you do to the like button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, later. <laughs>